does your attic have a coffee can in it? No. Our attic has a coffee can in it, and on the lid it says, do not open. So you guys are going to open it. I am not opening that thing until we move out. I am convinced we need to wring it in salt, uh, some holy water. I'm going to be prepared for a demon to come out of that that coffee can. You're going to have a barbarian moment. I was in a coffee can, George. No, no, no. It's just, it's just, it's just that poor Sarah's going to open up the coffee can that says don't open, and all of a sudden this seven-foot-tall naked woman's going to come out of the attic and just like, don't touch my car! Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Um, how's the song go? Turtle power. Turtle power. Hey, everybody, we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, part two of our nostalgia extravaganza. And we are excited to talk about this one with all the sequels and everything. This is Jordan. Eric, how the hell are you doing? Were we supposed to watch all the sequels for this? Because I wanted Sarah to watch the. Uh, part two. She had said while watching this, she was asking some questions, and I said, "Ha! I'm glad you asked these questions because they would be best answered by watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part Two. Are there any interests still, Sarah? I hope to never watch a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie ever again. What? This this, this was a, enough. This is a skit. She's not serious. Look at I'm my ser- face." Does no, my face say I'm not serious? I am. Have you never seen this movie? I have seen this movie, and I was unfortunate enough to have to watch it again. This is a skit that you guys talked about. She actually loves this, right? She'll she'll has to defend herself on this one. I uh, love this movie, oh, and it, I in fact, after watching it, I said, "Hey, this movie still holds up." In fact, I th- I yeah. actually think this is better. Uh, yeah. watching it on this time around, mm-hmm. and the very opposite effect of Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, uh, when we were watching that, we watching that, it was just kind of like uh, pulling up the collar, just like, Holy cow, I, <laughs> I loved this movie, I forgot a lot about it, but this yeah. movie is just like, No, this makes sense. This all yeah, it's this all has together. It, okay, hold on, before I, Sarah's given some odd looks, do and with all I am talking to the two of you, so with what's that supposed to mean? Fair enough. I will say that the the turtles themselves are quite dumb. It's very '90s. The whole thing is very catchphrasey. It's very uh, you know. They, he says there. Uh, Casey Jones says toots in the movie. How many? <laughs> You know, so it it is very much a victim of 1990. It doesn't age too well. Um, it it is silly, but it's uh, I it, it's the right formula, I guess. It doesn't spend too much time on one thing. It it has a plan. It has a story. It moves from one to the other. It tells origin actually for all the characters involved. Most characters involved, I guess, for uh, Danny and uh, Charles. Right? Uh, we don't get too much of a backstory as we'll go into uh, with Sarah's questioning here. Where's Danny's mother in all of this? But uh, this movie, I think. Um, still has a solid script it, 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 as far as beginning, middle, and end. It just it just obeyed the, the typical Hollywood rules 
where it's just like, hey, we can't go into a kid's story and leave it open. It's got to be closed. we got to wrap it up. Everything that we started, we have to finish. And this movie is one such thing. Um. Kids movie? No, that this 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 was just was the start of it, right? The the cartoon came out after this. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, nineteen ninety. The cart the cart the, the cart. This came out in March of nineteen ninety. The cartoon came after this. I thought did it not? It is the adaptation of the comic book, and then following. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the comic book. Uh, the comic book is infamously dark. Sarah, do you know the history of this? Nope. Look it up right now. Look it up on your Google machine. Um, the actual Turtles comic book was written in black and white, and it was gory as hell, and Shredder gets, like, completely murdered, like, just destroyed. Like, it is not for children at all. I think I would be more interested in in reading that comic than I was in watching this movie again. Okay, fine. So, Eric, you and I are kind of showing our hands. I don't agree with some of your points, Eric. I'm, I'll fight you on this. Uh, but what do you mean, Sarah? I mean, th- th- this movie is damn near perfect. Okay, so I did not grow up watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I I seem to remember my mom saying I wasn't allowed to watch it. She, I'm sure, would disagree. Uh, so I didn't grow up watching it. I have a younger brother, but he didn't watch it. Uh, so... Like, I know of the Turtles, but I was never really deep into it. Um, I dated a guy with a, a Turtles tattoo once. Maybe that's why I don't like this this movie, because I'm just having bad. flashbacks. It looks yeah. bad. Yes. Um, and so it's just like, I don't know. I don't have that draw to it like you guys do. And it was... It was just kind of a dumb movie. Like, the it's, it's animatronics and... and Ninjas in sweatsuits uh, and it's uh, not at a track, it's servo in a helmet. Yeah, and this is like Jim Henson's last movie. Am I correct? Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, th- th- these costumes are absolutely uh, amazing. Um, the story, guys, we're talking about teenage mutant ninja turtles. How serious are you going to get with this here? Also, like, I mean, uh, this... it, it is cartoon before movie. Cartoon. It was a was, cartoon. It was '87. It looks like. All See, right, so. and this is another one where I think the, why did we have to make a live action? Why couldn't we have stuck to the the cartoon or the comic oh. book? It's Disney all over again. Cartoon Just movies 30 did not years do before. well. It, I mean, like, oh. what, Transformers was a pretty good live action movie, but, like, they just don't do well in theaters. They don't. This one did. This had a budget of 13.5, and it made 202, Sarah. This Turtles I, property is huge. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying I didn't like it. Well, okay, fine. You fine. You didn't like it, but I I, I never met a person. I understand in my life. the cultural significance of it. <laughs> all of that. Like I said, I looking at the cover of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one from May 1984. Mm-hmm. I could get on board with that. Like, right. give me a comic, give me a graphic novel. This movie was not for me. So I mean, like, okay, so this movie has <laughs> fouled me. Through my whole life, uh, I will share. I will share with you guys and the audience uh, a, a quick little personal uh, marriage story with my wife and I. Right. So, growing up when this movie came out in 1990, what I was uh, four years old, um, I wanted Domino's Pizza. 
I've never had Domino's pizza. There was no Domino's pizza in my area, but this movie was Domino's, Domino's. I mean, they advertised it when the when the delivery guy put it down the, uh, the put it in the sewer, right? So I've always wanted it, always which, wanted which it. Which is weird because I think they sent it kind of to the Pizza Hut. They did in the sequel. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so I've never had Domino's, and then jump forward, right? My wife and I are getting married, and we're getting married out of town. And we're visiting the place we're getting married. And she goes, do you just want to get a hotel and a pizza? We're like, cool. So uh, we get a hotel, and then we go get a pizza. And I go, there's a Domino's. There's a Domino's. I've never had a Domino's. Let's get Domino's. And she says, why? Because of the turtles. I was like, this is why I'm marrying you. This is why. We get an extra large, fully loaded pizza. We take it to the Ramada Inn. She's on one side of the pie. I'm on the other side of the pie. And we're smashing down, watching Turtles. So, no, Sarah, this movie's amazing. That's my Well, Jordan, story. I can tell a similar story later on in this retrospective about Fair the enough. moment I knew I was going to marry Eric. So, we'll just wait on that one. When you met me. Um, so, <laughs> okay, so uh, clearly I'm showing my hand of how much I love the Turtles. I had everything, guys. I had action figures. I had every action figure. I had... Eric, do you remember the uh, the turtle bus that shoot pizzas out? Oh yeah, I had the bus. I had the bus. I mean, I mean, like this thing was awesome. I was my my mother told me that she took me to see this movie in 1990. Of course, I don't remember seeing it. I do remember seeing the sequel in theaters, which came out a year later. Yeah, here's the thing: is that uh, having watched this movie on repeat as a kid so many different times, I could uh, I could and have acted it out. As right. a kid, and also in front of Sarah, and it was, still is, uh, a pretty good movie. But again, I you have to understand, like as an adult too, uh, watching it now, there's a lot more things that, yeah, a lot there are a lot more uh, parts of the story where you're just like, whoa, that was pretty obvious. Where I feel maybe as a kid I just ignored or didn't pay attention to because I just wanted the turtles to come on screen again. Right. Uh, but like, um, I'll give you an example: is uh, when Charles and the uh, police chief were dealing with their deals, and it was very sub- uh, kind of uh, subjective, uh, like suggestive. I'm sorry uh, that they were kind of, you know, help me help you situation. Sure. And uh, as a kid, I probably didn't pick up on that, and in the older age, I did. Um, not to say that I was an idiot as a kid, it's but it's just why would I know what you know what kind of bargaining and blackmail is? As, well, this a, movie, as a kid. this movie, so this movie has a lot of adult themes, right? I, I mean, a lot of adult themes that should well, not be. Said, in this movie. I guess that's the thing is that uh, as an adult, you pick up on it, you're just like, oh wow, I didn't understand like how I didn't understand also um, th- there that they mentioned that. This was a reminiscent of a gang in Japan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The foot so it's like, are oh real man, thing. they're laying footwork. I see what I did there uh, to build up more of a world. There, it's like pretty. Yeah, good. the world is great. Um, Sarah, you kind of dogged on the on the on the costumes. I, I actually know what I completely disagree with you. Like, this is this is some engineering awesomeness here for a small. <laughs> come on, man, this is great. I compared it to (laughs) the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire when he's just becoming Spider-Man and he decides to go fight in the 
the ring and he's got like the sweatpants and the sweatshirt and all of that that's what the ninjas were wearing black sweatpants black sweatshirt uh what is the the mask thing um the foot clan the foot clan is wearing no, I, it. I know but the the black uh, the color right. oh what is it called um Box, black ski mask bal- and then balaclava 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 thank you and okay and then the red red thing red bandana there red bandana they look great they look great yeah they look complicated out of my closet right now with a black sweatshirt and a black sweatpants so i'm part of the foot clan absolutely right you are 13 million dollars went to the the budgeting of this went to the costumes of the turtles and the other five hundred thousand went to nothing come on these turtle animatronics are great they are i'm not denying that well, yeah, you better because you don't like this movie, and I don't know why. I've never met a person never liked this movie. April, well, Jordan, go. we are going to have a lot of conversations later this this uh, retrospective uh, when we see Hook, and I, I have very strong feelings about that, and I know you do too, and they are not the same. Um, I, I don't know. I've I've had to watch Hook. It's been years. Um, okay. Got to ask the question, right? This is stereotype. Everybody who has clicked on this episode is is waiting to hear this question. So, Eric, who's your favorite turtle? I, I mean, uh, that's a tough one. Edward, this I still Leonardo. Like I've always picked in the video game. Leo's my first pick. Like I, I was like Leo. I I seem to have a favor for for Raph for some reason, just because I relate to him a bit more. I've always said that. But I mean, I don't know. I, I like all the turtles. I, I guess I lean Leo a little bit more. Uh, Raphael oh, is my number one. I I will. Oh, actually, I'll let Sarah answer if she has an answer. Do you have a favorite turtle, Sarah? You're gonna do John Donatello, aren't you? I think it was Leonardo. Eric, is that right? The, the blue. blue one. Yeah, the blue one was my favorite. Yes. Yeah, you said the. Okay. You like the blue one. Yeah, I like the blue one. Um, he just seemed more of my kind of personality. He wasn't the cool surfer California dude. He wasn't like the ca- the the New York, hey, I got an accent. We all grew up in the same place, but we all sound different. Uh, so Leonardo is just the smart, smarter fellow, and I liked him better. I tried to make the point that throughout the years, they, all the turtles, they have changed their personalities. It seems mm-hmm. that the producers, creators, or whoever leaned into personality types a bit harder in the later years than they did in these earlier years. But in that, uh, I told Sarah that I, I, it feels like Raph stayed the same. It's Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, Raph's the renegade. Yeah, that he pretty much, they got Raph pretty much on the, st- on the, st- on the start there, but everyone else kind of, you know, worked in and out of or weaved in and out of, of kind of a character type that they were going to do. There's been like the the uh very, very horribly nerdy like Donatello. There's been like the the scientist Donatello. Um there's been the there's this Donatello's kinda of like just a cool. Like he's just chill. He can fix up a car. Because, because he's voiced by Corey freaking Feldman. Do you see his tour? Yeah, of course. This guy's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Michelangelo, like, there's one where he's just kind of a, a, a bit more of like a confident kind of a silly person. Where you're, 
Yeah, later on, he just turns, he turns into an idiot. Well, you know, he, he's, he's a goof. Stupid. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean this this movie this movie definitely is not the stereotypical turtles. We get that later because there's a lot. Of, this movie's slow, right? I showed my daughter this, and she got to the introduction of Casey Jones, and then she was done. At six years old, she was done. She didn't like the costumes. She thought they were creepy. It was an hour and a half, Jordan. Not for her. Not for her, it wasn't. The part that I could tell that dragged on, um, that definitely dragged down when I was a kid, was after the apartment fire when they went to the farm. Sure. When when they were trying to revive Ralph. That seemed to drag on for a kid. It, it didn't drag on much for me as an adult. Hell, we've seen three-hour films. But it th- that part just kind of seemed out of sorts. Did it not to you guys when they go to the farm? It was the lull. And- Right, but it was just like, okay, so there's a fire. So April O'Neil has a family farm? Where? Upstate New York? Of course. Oh, and uh, and what else, Sarah? That she uh, writes in her journal? Oh, yes. She either saves her journal or she has a journal she only writes in <laughs> at the farm. And she just writes all of her deepest thoughts and then sketches the turtles with notes about what she should do in her bathroom. It's weird. Oh, come on. She's you're not going to sit there with four big turtles, one soaking in a tub for weeks on end. You're not going to draw them, Sarah. She's a journalist, Sarah. I don't know. How long are they there? I don't know. Let's just say a week. Okay. She like critiques her. She like redlines her own sketches. Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, add shadows here. Add the shadows. You don't have to critique your own work. But she wanted to make it good, Sarah. You don't critique your own work. I critique my own work. I do, but I don't write notes on it like that. I look at it and go, oh, that sucked. Let's do better next time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, well, I will tell you what's not going to do better, this movie, because this movie is already perfect. I mean, mean, like, this movie has everything going for it. This movie has the awesome VHS when you get it as a kid and always had the Domino's commercial in the beginning, right? Um, This... The animatronics are great. Uh, the fighting is fun. It's it's ridiculous. It's outlandish. It's everything that that an under ten year old wants. And the reason why that I'm enjoying this so much is because as a thirty six year old, I'm taking myself back to ten year old, and I'm just having fun. Like I mean, this movie is really really fun. I remember that I actually watched the sequel more, and after the third one came out, I was done. Yeah, I, I think we all can agree to to that. Sarah included, of course. She's already smiling, nodding, and agreeing. Of, of course, the third one is the the worst, and then the second one uh, probably was the the best. I'm, I'm really trying to to build and hype it up a little bit more. Maybe I'll just put it on in the background, and uh, and you can watch uh, the Green Machine fight their way and stomp their feet. What is the third one called? You said the second one is called what? Secret of the Ooze. Mm-hmm. The third so one's just the called one? no, just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number three. They go back in time to to um, revolutionary time Japan. They go back in time. The yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, yes. Well, go they back go in back time. in there to save April O'Neil, who went back in time first, accidentally because she had a time scepter that she bought at a flea market. Okay. It's pretty okay. awesome. 
pretty mm-hmm. awesome. And um, the second one, uh, she has to see the Vanilla Ice Ninja Rap concert. In the I second. heard about it. Oh, boy, did she hear about it. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. You know, like, I mean, I mean, like, we're sitting here and we're talking about the Teenage Ninja Turtles 1990 movie, but there's a whole thing. I mean, like, this whole franchise. Sarah, I'm going to be really, really sexist for a second. Just for a re- second? Just for a second. The reason why, the reason why I'm doing this on air is because it's not going where you think it's going to go. But after the third movie. That's what she said? <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> After the third movie, uh, TV picked it up, and TV mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, uh, we're going to continue with this." With <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to edit that out. Hey, we're going to continue with this storyline of them coming back from Japan, right? We're going to continue with the storyline, right? Mm-hmm. So they develop a TV show, and the TV show is the same set and everything as the movies. They get introduced to a girl turtle. Do you know what makes her a girl turtle? Boobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. They put I heard there's boobs. also uh, other animals eventually. Yeah. Because well, I sec- wanted to know. I thought that the red turtle mask and the orange turtle mask were very close in color, especially once the orange turtle mask gets dirty. And it was hard to determine which turtle was which. And I said, why didn't they do a green or a yellow turtle to help clear that up? And Eric said that eventually there's other animals that become teenage mutant ninja animals and they have different face mask colors and one of them is green or yellow. Yeah, well, we'll be on. Later on there is a green one. There's also a metal turtle. Uh-huh. That one's a pretty cool thing. She needs to see the movie with Kang. The big bad. <laughs> I don't think that's a good one to lead on. Kang, Kang is this brain yes. that is inside of a stomach of a robot. What? Yeah, no, like Kang, Kang is like the turtle's joker. Shouldn't you be trying to persuade me to watch these movies? Because nothing you're saying is helping yet. So the Michael Bay ones were not bad. Well, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you know, I actually, I can't, I can't say I wanted to hate the Michael Bay ones, but they actually were, were kind of. They're funny. They're, yeah, they were entertaining and the, that cartoon one um had a joke in it but it really wasn't my favorite i guess it wasn't that bad either but um the the 2007 one is that what it was 2009 yeah 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 the one that uh that's T- still is TMNT. In this tmnt um what do we feel about april o'neill i uh they recast her in the second one i think it's the same actress in the third one this is not a I, if anything that I would say negative is that I don't think she's a good April in this. She's so 80s. Like, yeah. I don't like she April. Had, not my this. April. No, I don't like this one. Sarah, do you care about this April? No? Um, no, I don't. As you were talking about all the other versions that are out there, though, I just looked up the TMNT from 2007, which yeah. includes voice work of Patrick Stewart, Chris Evans, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Kevin Smith, and Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, well, well, well Nickelodeon picked that's, up. That's the, the CGI one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right now, the Turtles I've is on I've watched that. It's not good. It's... I'm not saying any of them are going to be good, but <sighs> I might be more entertained with that one. Now, the TMNT plays like like kind of like a TV movie. Like, 
like a if yeah. it, like almost like it was a like a one season TV show, and they had a a, a, a TV movie at the finale. If that makes mm. sense. Which is funny because TMNT is in this is in this universe. It is Turtles Four, so they already fought Secret of the Ooze. They already went back in time in Japan. So TMNT is the fourth one. It, it follows the timeline, which is crazy. So you asked about other animals, and I don't know if I want to spoil it for you. Uh, yes, yes. But in the next movie, they use a what a sea turtle, a snapping turtle. Snapping turtle, yeah. And uh, what the hell is that thing? A wolf. A wolf, right. Yeah. Tokar and Reza. Yeah. Also, um, Shredder is back. Yeah, Shredder's back. Um, so you know how we find out in this movie that the turtles uh, were like these little turtles that were living in the sewer and they got into the zoos, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we find in the sequel that the name of this company that created the zoos was TGRI. And they become friends with the lead scientist who helped create this ooze. And Shredder then kidnaps the scientist. Who's that guy, Sarah, who's in Titanic? The guy that I said the other day? Oh, that guy again? Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy's the scientist. Dave War- yeah, that... Warner? Is that his name? Don yeah. Warner? Dave Warner? Yeah, the... Uh, the um, Mr. Warner. The... David uh, Warner. Yeah. Spicer Lovejoy. Yes, he plays him. Um, he's the scientist, right? He works for a company, TGRI, and Shredder kidnaps him. And Shredder's like, hey, we have these animals. You're going to create uh, mutant animals as well. So therefore, you get Tokar and Razar. But just because they're big doesn't mean that they're smart. They're babies. Their minds are babies. And yep. the way they get and the way they get defeated is by donuts. That's right. <laughs> True story. And it's awesome. And then you get Super Shredder at the end, who was played by WWF Kevin Nash. But the reason why this was the better movie and why we're talking about it more than the movie that we are should be reviewing, I guess, is because of Ernie Race Jr. Yes, that's true. Who was their human? Who was the pizza boy? Uh, yeah, human pizza boy. Look, I know that we are here talking about like just the Turtles movie, right? Mm-hmm. But this franchise, but this is a franchise, right? This was big, so we got to at least talk about. Because when are we ever going to talk about this ever again? We talked about the toys that we grew up with. We talk about the impact of. I mean, this thing was huge. I mean, two hundred and two million dollars for a kids movie in nineteen ninety. This is unheard of. And this was right after Disney just got back into the good graces with Little Mermaid, which was in 89. I mean, like, Little Mermaid saved Disney. This so, was I mean, New Line this, Cinema? New Line Cinema. This was the house that Freddy built. Freddy Krueger. Like, this, oh, was, this was not a big studio. That's distribution. Who did the production? Golden Harvest. Who is Golden Harvest? Who is Golden Harvest and Limelight Productions and 888 Productions? Uh, see, let's see. Orange Sky Golden Harvest. See, these are nobodies, Sarah, and they and they made something good. You are in the minority on this one. I don't care. You don't. I care. have I have my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. But your opinion, I don't understand your opinion. Uh, what you just don't like it because you don't have to. Uh, 
Well, I, but, but what is your opinion? You don't like I didn't, it? Because... I did not enjoy it. Well, okay. okay. So I thought it was not... dumb. Like, but it's Teenage story... Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's supposed to be dumb. I wanted more out of this movie. I did. I wanted a better story. I wanted better costumes. I just wanted more, and I okay. got less. Okay, so you like the turtles' costumes, but you don't like April O'Neil's traditional yellow rain jacket. You don't like the Foot Clan. No, that's you don't fine. Like Splinter. What's wrong with the Splinter? Foot Clan was stupid. How are um, they stupid? Splinter. Their costumes were stupid. They were wearing sweatpants. And the, the, the main guy, I don't know his name. Who's mm-hmm. the main bad guy? Shredder? Or the, Shredder. Ba- or the Ball bald Shredder. Uh, boss no, guy? No, I think it was Shredder. He just wore sparkly sweatpants. Yeah. Who doesn't like sparkly sweatpants, Sarah? I would love some sparkly sweatpants, Jordan. But I don't want to see them in my 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, however many millions of dollar blockbuster movie. I don't care if you spend the whole budget on the turtles. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, what did you think of uh, uh, Tatsu? Is that is that the uh... the bald guy, the bald leader of the Foot Clan? Yeah. He was there. He was there watching <laughs> the kids. Tell me that that warehouse skate park arcade was not awesome. Was that was so nineties. That was awesome. It was very. Uh... Um, oh, what's the island in Pinocchio? Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. It was very Pleasure Island. Right. That's kind of what the point. Eric, you and I still would have hung out there. Oh, that place was. Oh man, I was that looking at that, lit. and I was just like, "This is bringing it back." What a dump! Holy <laughs> shit! I can Yeah, I would definitely go there. Are you kidding yeah. me? And uh, maybe get a cigarette. You know? And yeah, it really, I like it with cigarettes. Man, I can't. I would like. Go there or really break some rules, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely pleasure. All they were missing was beer and <laughs> stay marijuana. Up, like. Stay up past my bedtime. Maybe, you know, break something. Uh, but for real, though, uh, the one thing that stands out always and forever for that was the video game that that one punk was playing where it yeah. was the skull. Yeah. yeah, what is that? What is that game? It has been asked for ages Every boy wanted to know. We saw it. It has to exist. I saw it in a movie. I saw a kid right. play it in a movie. You're telling me that game doesn't exist? It's somewhere. Does sure. it not exist? Do you know for I'm, a fact? Or do I'm you sure. Not? I'm sure somebody has made a copy or a game of it somewhere. It has to exist now. But because that thing's legit. Yeah, that's the only thing that would um. I would want to play. The other thing is like that skateboard thing. Um, yeah. I would just watch people eat it all day on that. Like, oh, I know. As a kid, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be playing poker um, with money I don't have. Sarah, I think you'll be happy that I will say that if I was in charge of editing or the story, the one thing that you would cut out is the human story of Danny. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it, it ties it, together, like, the police and it tries to make you feel some sympathy i was very confused we had a whole conversation i thought that danny was april's son april and the police guy's son and that they had like broken up charles the boss oh yeah 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 i thought that danny was charles and april's son uh 
we had a very deep conversation about this. Obviously, I was incorrect. Um, but there's just, this movie is very confusing. Also, the guy who plays Tatsu, uh, the the man who plays him does not voice him. No, because he doesn't speak English. Yeah, the guy who does voice him, he's from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Representing. Um, yeah. No, that so place. like... Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that place. Um, I have so many jokes. So, yeah, I mean, Danny, I never liked Danny as a kid. Because if you think about Danny's story arc here, Danny is the son of April O'Neil's boss. He's just a punk, right? Yeah. He's just a punk. And wrong place, wrong time. And then the turtles kind of, sort of, maybe use him as like as like a mole, if you will. But they don't really need him. You cut Danny out. You cut majority of the humans out. You leave April because, you know, you leave April. But this is about Splinter and the Turtles and, and Shredder and, and, and that, right? We don't want the cops involved. I think they try to make this too realistic than what it needed to be, right? I, I think somebody was like, hey, let's try to put some realism to this because modern-day New York at this time was crap. They made New That's York true. look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, right? it, it, it was – yeah, there was a trend in, in the 80s, it seemed, where like a lot of it was like, hey, New York! And it would just kind of seem like a running theme on every TV show, movie, whatever, book. It just was always like, what are you going to do about it? You know, oh, they, you know, broke, broke my car, stole my crap, and, you know, my yeah. girl, my, you know, kidnapped my son. But it's, it's more, uh, I would think, that Danny is the thread that that weaves all of these stories together because without him like maybe the turtles wouldn't know where splinter is or without him uh the foot wouldn't know that the turtles were even a threat you know without him um the cops don't get to to their you know he he's kind of incidentally the person that is able to and again through i guess if you want to say realism of a kid uh he's able to thread everything together just through his silly actions just through his his almost um unintentional action, actions but isn't april o'neill supposed to be a reporter yeah or is it that guy supposed she... to be a cop like shouldn't he figure out who... shouldn't she be do some reporting wasn't she get, doing some reporting and and it was the reason why she got jumped yeah Here's it's the gift. reason that the turtles were <laughs> were uh, feeling her. Oh yeah, that. I, I, oh, look. she's such a babe, man. Is she? No. Um. Yeah. Splinter's great. Um. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we're cutting it short. I don't want to cut it short because it's kind of like I don't want to go on and on. But, I mean, watching this now, I just, I just, it's, it's fun. It brings back so much memories. And uh, I don't think this is bad. I, I guess I don't see what you're seeing, Sarah. I don't know if this is because I grew up with it. I, I have no idea. Um, yeah, probably it's what it is. Because, because I got this VHS tape, dude. This VHS tape was legit. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just such a great idea. To me, this is no different than the Super Mario's movie, which we reviewed like three years ago, Eric, if you remember. I, that's that's not a good movie, Jordan. You shouldn't really compare it's it to It's not. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is, is that what do you – I actually can compare this to that. And the reason why I'm comparing that to this is uh, comparing this to that 
is because what are you expecting? Right? I just wanted more. You, I you don't get know. With the secret of the ooze, you got to watch the secret of the ooze. I have to spend another hour and a half of my life watching a trash movie to oh, get Oh, no, you get Ernie Race Jr. in that one. And yeah, again, no, I, I can't hype him up enough. He he makes yeah. that movie. He steals that movie. He yeah. also steals bells, too. Hey-oh. Hey, he does. Yeah, and we're not asking you to waste an hour and a half. We're asking you to waste three hours because that's two hours because because the, the third movie. There's the other conflict there is I, why I like Raph is because he's the other – because he's the boss, man. Like that's why in, in Turtles two, when mm -hmm. Raph's just like, "Don't worry about it, guys. I got it." Yeah, Raph is awesome. I Raph's get awesome. it. What, well, my, also, what? my brothers? I don't need them. One more thing about Turtles three, I want to tell Sarah about. Just to let her know is that when the turtles go back in time uh, to old time Japan, they find these old scriptures, and on these old scriptures were uh, mutant turtles and ninja outfits. So they are part of Japanese lore. Mm, mm -hmm. So when so when our modern turtles go back in time, the evil Japanese emperor thinks that, oh, my God, these are the evil demons that are part of the lore coming back to stop me. It's awesome. Okay. Cool. And the evil, and the evil white guy gets his comeuppance. Great. Yeah, stick it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I mean, like, uh, this is not at all how I wanted the episode to go. Actually, I was with you because I literally thought, Sarah, you'd be like, "This is awesome." I thought Eric's gonna be like, "Dude, this is legit." Like, I thought this. This I thought this was gonna be a turtles like session of just awesomeness. Um, I did not know that this that this broke your heart, and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you think this broke my heart? You think I, I went into this movie thinking, man, I want this to be the best movie I've ever seen, and it yeah. wasn't, and so I'm upset about it? Yes, no, 100%. No, no. Uh, you're the best excited about Fern Gully. Uh, no, you're not. I cannot wait to watch Fern Gully again. <laughs> Spoilers. <gasps> I'm going to trash that movie. I'm going to trash that movie now. I'm going to give you 10 points of why Fern Gully is one of the best movies ever. And we're not going to get into this. We're not going to do this. We're going to save this for November. For Especially because you, you would have to say that, I mean, you don't want to say that in, this movie is one of the best movies ever made, top, top 10. It's one of the best kids' movies. Absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, number, number one is probably Never Ending Story. Oh, but that one's so sad. Because a horse dies. Kid, yes. Kids got to learn. Yes. You know, like, you got to flush a goldfish sooner or later. Right. It's like my wife cries at Bambi. Yes, it's sad when they stop sad. drawing the deer. Poor they Bambi's mother dies. They stopped drawing the deer, Sarah. Move on. You see her dead in the forest. A cartoon. Cartoon. No, like, no, this is probably top ten best kids movie, right? Mm. So, this one's I mean, sad, too. Splinter gets beat up. He gets he gets brutalized. He gets pimp smacked. Yeah. You but know, he, he do does nothing. not die. Yeah, he doesn't really oh. move too much either, but like yeah. Littlefoot's mother in in uh Lay Before that Time. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Had a you, moment there. There's another curious thing is that I I'm curious to see how you react to Splinter's change in Turtles 2. Mm. Mm. 
it's a, he's a different it's a different puppet, different Muppet, different whatever. So different, different look. He's got a fresh, oh, yeah. fresh looking splinter. Fresh looking cool. splinter. Turtle's got a makeover too. You. Turtle's gonna turtle. She's excited. Turtles, turtles have spots all over their heads in the next one. Because they're teenagers, it's acne. It... I thought they were freckles. Well, they're teenage. God damn. Anyway, no, let's get into it. I'll, I'll just, I'll just go first. Cause I'm going to save Sarah for last on this one. This movie's great, <laughs> right? Uh, large back. Come on. This is turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This kickstart off one of the best and worst franchises ever, right? Because Secret of the Ooze is not great, but it's so much fun. Right, we get Vanilla Ice in the sequel. Uh, this movie, uh, the animatronics when I was a kid blew me away. Those turtles looked real, right? And they look real now. They're like they're great. Um, I lo- love the product placement. Love how they did New York. Hey, forget about it. Uh, of course, there's some things to get rid of, like Danny. I think they should have changed April a little bit. Um, I just like the style, so '90s. And uh, this is a movie that everybody needs to show their children, right? I mean, this movie's great. Turtles, large bag, all the way. Eric, what say you? What's your popcorn rating for Turtles? Large, let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I was floating between like a medium and a, and a large, kind of in, in between there, because I am very biased with this movie, and maybe I'm biased being bi- too much to be like, oh my God, it's it's large and it has to be. No, I have to I have to look at this with the movie and, and accept the faults in this, that there, there are things that could be better. One is April O'Neil. I really did not like this April O'Neil, actually, no. the, uh, after watching it again. And um, that's a bummer, because... Uh, she as a as a actress was fine in her own, but it's just like it just didn't work in the movie. It was just like that looks like April O'Neil. It's like you know, it's just like Pepper Ann from the mm. South. <laughs> it, I really it does. Um, I I liked uh, Casey Jones. He he was fine. Um, he's background ensemble. That's the way he's put. He should be. He pops in when he needs to and saves the day or helps out where he needs to. It's great. Danny sucked. That was uh uh kind of bad. The guy who played Charles, he's actually a good actor. He's pointless in this movie. Um, same with the the cop, too. I, I understand, again, why they were there, and why they needed to have those scenes to kind of make everything fit together a bit more easily, as far as the story goes, rather than it being uh, left open and have you asking questions. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Even though we still got some of that with like the Foot Clan and and uh, that origin story about all of that, um, but uh, even still, like I thought it was just kind of a weird thing with uh, who was that guy again? The 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 oh, 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 Tetsu. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him as a as a character, either, but I'm being biased. How about you, Sarah? You guys are both biased, giving this thing what? such high scores. I give it a small bag. You're lucky I didn't give it a no bag or bag of kernels. It is a small bag for me. Don't give me that face, Jordan. Close your mouth. I can't. A bag of kernels? <laughs> That's what you're saying. This is Halloween ends. Jordan, no. Jordan, I said I'm not giving it a bag of kernels. I am giving it a small bag of popcorn. The turtle costumes were interesting. Uh, the rest of the movie was not great for me. I don't want to have to watch this again. I'm sure I will watch it in the background at some point in my life, but I will not intentionally watch this movie again. 
Oh, There's nothing God. wrong with that. You guys have the nostalgia. Uh, oh yeah. Han- handicap, let's say. Mm-hmm. So. I, I and I have to accept that. Here's a few things to note. Um, okay. The background music, kind of like that. That kind of that. Eric loved it. I, it's I awesome. didn't realize that it's like, oh, maybe this was uh, kind of one of those movies where, you know, the, the the 80s, 90s, where it was kind of like that that dark synth wave kind of mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing that fight music, um, which is coming back now, kind of in nostalgia wave. It's like, oh, all right, that was great. I also made Sarah listen to the two tracks at the end of the at the movie, uh, T U R T L E Power, and uh, is it nine point nine five? Is that what that song is called? Nine point nine five. Yeah, man. Come on, guy. Yeah, this is great, <laughs> Sarah. I don't. Th- I don't know in the history of movie guys if I've been this disappointed in you yet. I think this is. I. I think this is it. This I don't know this... when I said ten things I hate about you was my favorite movie. No, because no, because because you are right to having a wrong opinion, but uh Oh, but this is not acceptable? No, no, this is this well, because nobody really cared about ten things I hate about you. This is the turtles. Nobody cares about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, two hundred two million says otherwise. That's just I still I'm, I'm still saying number two. Like I, I you guys are all talking, but I'm just gonna s- sit back with TMNT two Secret of the Ooze. Sarah, Sarah, can you do me a favor? Since Eric said that, can you can you stomach to watch part two? And when you come back for part three of Nostalgia Chef again, here's, here's tell one me more what you think. Thing: the pizza is better in in part two. Jordan it's says that, that he was trying to, uh, you know, that he got uh, like the pizza from from one. When I was watching part two, because the opening sequence is the pizza boy getting the pizza to go deliver and it shows mm-hmm. the New York slices like getting pulled and like that cheese and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That pizza looks way better. I want some yeah. now just thinking about that scene. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Watch the second one and just tell me what you think. Because the second one, because now you know what you're getting, right? You know <sighs> what you're getting, so get into the second one. It's even, it's just a cartoon at that point. Yeah, we gotta stop. I, I feel like if we try to push even more, it's just pushing yeah. it further away. She's like now no, gonna make it a point never to watch the movie. We don't want to do because that because we want to watch. Yeah. Right, it's gonna be well, like. I, I yeah. do, do apologize for everybody listening to this one. Um, I thought we were gonna go dive deep into this one. Sarah kind of caught me off guard. A little <laughs> behind the scenes here. We don't talk about what we're going to talk about behind the scenes, right? We just save it for the show. So I was kind of like just blown back and I wasn't prepared. So I'm sorry, but I think this is a fun. Going down memory lane nostalgia thing, though, right? We got a chance to talk about the franchise, and I'm really excited that we did. Uh, this completes episode two of our nostalgia extravaganza for 2023. Of course, like always, go to movieguyspodcast.podbean.com or downloads from any app that you get your podcast from. Thank you so much for listening to us. Eric and Sarah, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. Bye.